so I lied. I am a gambler, and like the gamblers who came before me, it did not work out in my favor. Um, I unpaused Hinge. No more nines in sight. Uh, Toronto has not responded to me. So I'm here in MTL for the time being. Admittedly, I did send the wrong resume, and I don't know how to undo that. So maybe this is fate that I'm gonna freeze here. I don't know how to return my shit to ASOS, and I talked to myself um, about finding and losing a gem. That's what most of this podcast is about. I am really irritated about the ASOS situation, though. They say to put in a voucher, but I don't have a voucher. Okay. So it is January the 2nd. 2022 it's 9 23 p.m i'm doing my intros last now so i already watched two episodes of queer eye and i cried both times most of this episode is reminiscence more than entertaining but here we go listen to me rant well not rants listen to me bear my heart and soul <laughs> Okay, so I knew this alarm was coming, and I was kind of dreading it because I haven't been keeping track of my week thus far. So this is going to be another stream of consciousness situation um, where I'm in the moment saying, uh, what, (coughs) coughing, I'm trying to think back. So it's January 2nd, um, I took a shower on the second so the first shower of the year which is gross it should have been on the first but you know what you can't teach an old dog new tricks okay um let's see oh yes i remember last week you said you weren't a gambler and so you paused hinge well guess what you are a gambler because you went back on and you were disappointed so you should have just rode that fucking high um yeah so i mean like you're like comfort comforting yourself by saying that you only had a 50 it was like at first 30 radius and you upped it to 50 and the age range is 50 to 25 to 28 so you know you have a lot of constrictions okay restrictions i don't know constraints okay so there's your excuse to make you feel a little bit better um, but you know, your personality first, you know, you can, you, you know, you know where you shine. Okay. <laughs> you know where you shine. Um, I don't know if you said this last week, but you got really into the show Taskmaster, like really into it. It's a British, it's a British, um, game show with comedians and stuff like that. Um, uh, right now you're currently making a a sandwich but it's open face it's gonna be cream cheese and cashew butter which is honestly so good and i am so psyched to have discovered it my cream cheese is almost done but i still have a lot of cashew butter left so i mean that doesn't matter okay let's see what else is going on um that friend you were talking about earlier who's sort of like i mean this seems really harsh to say and i like I don't really want to elaborate because there'll be a lot more hmms and haws I think about it. But you feel at this moment like they abandon you in your toughest spot yet. 
So 2021 was without doubt the hardest year of your life. Um, and you know why. And you told your friend about this. And then they sort of ghosted you. Um, and then on Christmas, they're like, Happy Christmas. I called you a couple days ago. So what's up? And this pattern happened before when it wasn't that tough of time in your life. Um, you know, you had other friends who you were close to and they were great people. And you noticed that this person, let's call them Jem, you noticed that Jem was ghosting you. This happened, let's say, two, three years ago. Um, but you, sorry, you're checking on your bread. You noticed they were ghosting you. Holy moly. But you, sorry, I almost burnt my, I burnt my hand a little bit. But you sort of accepted it because you sort of had your own stuff going on, you know? And admittedly, you're not going to be vulnerable. So you don't want to say, hey, you're ignoring me right now. Fast forward, the person reaches out to you like four months later when they're in a crisis. And you talk them through it and you help them through it because you're a good friend. And then when they were done getting over that crisis, um, you confronted them. And you're like, hey, you ghosted me for four months and you only started talking to me again because you knew I would be a good person to listen to your problems. Like, that hurt my feelings. And you were open and honest. And they had a really good like reaction to it they admitted that yes that was true they took you for granted they're gonna stop doing that and at the back of your mind you're kind of like okay this is like now when they're hanging out with me it's almost like they're forced to do this um but you brushed that aside you felt that they were genuinely happy to talk to you when they did but at the back of your mind and like little things showed you that you weren't really their priority you were kind of like Okay, all my actual friends are gone, so I'll talk to you, I guess. And when they did talk to you, they enjoyed it, but you weren't their you weren't their person, you know? And that's not to say they weren't active and engaged and excited when they did hang out, but you could tell that they were like that the moment a better friend came along, they would drop you. And I'm not trying to be their number one friend, that's okay. I mean, I guess my ego, it would be nice, but that's okay. I think the thing really is that they just drop you cold turkey when someone new comes along, you know? Um, so you knew that they had this inherent sort of situation going on, but again, they were a good friend. You talked to them about things going on in your life. Um, they listened, you had fun with them, they're fun to talk to, you always laugh and have a good time, you enjoy similar things, and I think you're the most vulnerable with this person. It, you met them during a really changing stage in your life, in your first year of university, like first week basically, and sort of that, the meeting point created this dynamic, you know, of trust and confi confiding with each other. Anyways, fast forward, I'm in a really tough spot, 2021, my life's fucked, I hate it, and you tell your friend about this, and you try to talk to them a little about it, but you don't want to, like, cry in public, and you tell them that, like, hey, I'm in public, I don't want to cry right now, I'll tell you later, and then for a moment, you tell them, okay, like, just give me a chance to, to situate myself, and they didn't call you for, like, a couple months, but you're, like, and you kind of got, like, your feelings hurt, and you were debating if you should do the same thing you did a couple years ago when you talked about being ghosted. But this was a point when you're like, 
you know what, I don't want to, I don't want to have to do that. Because then I'm going to think they're only hanging out with me out of obligation. This again was my pride and ego talking and I could, I could fess up to that. Um, but also I just want to note that they are more vulnerable and open than me. Like they would 100% say 911, like SOS, I need you to talk to me. And honestly, kudos to them. I, 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 but they also know that I'm not that person and maybe I'm giving them too much credit. But I was kind of annoyed that they just, like, didn't respond to me. And then one day they called me and they are like, Hey, I wanted to call you for a long time, but I know you said not to reach out. And so I sort of, you know, reflected and I was like, okay, that's fair. If they thought that I truly didn't want them to reach out to me, I could totally see that that's the vibe I gave off. Or just blatantly, that's what I told them. Okay, so I let that go. And I was like, okay, cool. Yes, let's talk. So I tried to call them. They didn't pick up. I tried to call them again. They texted that they were with their mom at the store. Like, they didn't pick up and they texted me. And then I tried to call them again. They didn't pick up. And it kind of... And this was, like, all in, like, the span of, like, a few months. Like, this wasn't, like, a daily thing. Like, my I, my ego was too, was too big to do, like, a multiple calls a day. Being, like, I need you to talk to me. My life is a shit show. Um, anyways, they just didn't pick up the phone. And... Again, like, I'm trying to debate in if this is on me or on them, but it's like, they knew enough about my life and what a shit show it was to be like, okay, maybe I should call her back, you know? Like, those months aside when they thought I wanted to be alone, I could forgive that, um, but I kind of feel I still can't get over the fact that they knew I had a tough time and they didn't, they didn't call me back. Um... Anyway, so, what am I saying? Sorry, I'm, like, doing my bread while I'm talking. Okay. So, let's see. Oh, yeah. So, I was ghosted. Um, my life fell apart in May, and I didn't hear from them, really, like, trying to contact me until December. Of course, we had, like, phone calls, maybe, like, two or three in between, but every time they were the first to hang up, they were in between other things. Um, one time I was talking to them, I was getting ready to, like, really, like, let my heart out and, like, say everything. And they're like, oh, I'm seeing, I just saw my auntie. I'm gonna call you later. And I'm like, okay, cool, great. Um, and that was, like, the last time I really, I really had a real conversation with them. Um, getting as close as I was about to, to really divulge in how I really felt. Um... And so, I don't know, it's hard, because I know a big part of this is just my own pride, you know? I didn't want to be the nuisance, and I knew that if I if I confronted them, then it would be like, okay, so they're, hang so they're listening to me and they're talking to me, but it's only out of obligation. It's not because they wanted to, and I didn't want to be in that headspace. Um, and then also, I had a friend who, like, we've been on and off talking to each other, like, we're both very much the same in that relationship, like, there's no, um, person with, like, more power or anything like that, but, like, we actively talk to each other sheldom throughout the years, like, I knew this person since, like, 2014, and we'll pick back up, like, five years later, as if we're BFFs and been talking the whole time, and I, and she's amazing, you know what I mean, like, I love her so much, 
And when she found out about what happened with me, and I was like, yeah, I need some time to really deal with this. Instead of just being like, okay, I'm just going to leave her alone and just ghost her. Um, she would reach out periodically, like, hey, I know you need time for yourself, but I just want to say I'm thinking of you. I hope you're okay. And throughout the month, she would send me these little text messages of like, I hope you're okay. I'm thinking about you. And it meant so much, you know, it was like, that's because that's what I would do for a friend who was in my situation. Even if I thought they didn't want to hear from me, um, I would still send those little texts to be like, hey, I know you're in your own zone right now, but I care. And I think I, I, I mean, Gemma is amazing, you know, like she really is an incredible friend and like, I don't want to stop being friends with her, but I think I come to the realization that I think we want different levels of friendship. I think I was trying to force her into a close friendship and a meaningful friendship when we should be friends that are just casual friends, you know, I don't have to hear her problems about her life and like be her like pseudo you know therapist and I don't mean that I mean I know I brought that before so I don't want to be the jab at her I'm not I do this I'm everyone's pseudo therapist so it's not her specifically um that's just the role I play it's that's my own issues anyways but at the same time she doesn't have to be mine and I think that last year 2021 I realized that I should accept the level of connection that people are willing to give me and Jem isn't willing to give me more um and that's okay I don't even think I'm mad at them about it honestly I think I'm mad at myself oh no I'm not mad at myself I'm not mad at anybody because if they don't want a kind of relationship like that then that's okay and they showed me the signs of that you know they hinted at it um with little things throughout throughout the years that we've been friends and I didn't pick up on it you know they seem to mostly talk to you when they have issues um or you know at the end of their issues when they're like okay like they even said like okay I didn't want to tell you about this because I knew you would tell me to do the thing that I was delayed delaying doing so like I know where I stand and Jem will always, I think they'll be my friend for a long time. But I also fully believe that, like, people in your life for a set amount of time and they bring you what you need for that time period, you know? And I've met a lot of incredible people during undergrad who I'll never forget, but who I was friends with for, like, a year. And they've changed my life for the better, and then I never talk to them again. And it's not because I don't like them. Um, it's just that I truly believe people in your life for a set amount of time and a set reason. And that's okay. So I don't want to force longevity in something that isn't there. I think we can continue. I think I'll continue to be friends with Jem just on a more casual level and expecting less from them. Um, because I think I put too high of expectations on what was needed and I don't think that Jem is in the headspace to do that um but yeah that's not to say I, again I just want to say still still think Jem's amazing I just don't think that I don't think that we're similar enough to be close as we once were um yeah I think my level I think I'm 
uh, empathetic to a fault. I don't, I hate that word because people like shit on, shit on people who say that. But it is to a fault. Like truly, if someone's like, my head hurts, then I'm like, okay, like think to myself, what could I do? What could I do to help them? Um, and I think if she said, if someone said my head hurts, Jen would wait for them to say to her, oh, and also, could you get me a Tylenol? Which I think is the more maybe healthy thing to do. Because, I don't know, it's the healthier thing to do. Because it's like, why are you going to stress yourself over something that no one asked, like, no one asked you to do? And so I have an appreciation for that. Um, but I think, I think our, I think I'm going to slowly, you know, step back from how close we've been. Because I don't think my, my heart could handle it. Um, yeah, I think it's too painful. Um, cause like, I, even though in my head I could say, okay, we're separated, I think internally I'll still probably expect more, but I think stepping back will, will help me in the long run. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, you know what actually did hurt my feelings though, like legitimately, is that I'm in a new city, as you know, Montreal, this is basically what these, what these little weekly essays are about. Although this one is a tangent from what it normally is, um, I th this this is still important. Anyways, so in the new city, before I moved into this new province, okay, I told Jen I'm gonna come to this new province, and I told them I'm gonna know nobody, so you have to visit me at least once. And I think like in October or something, I'm like, hey, I'm in I'm in Quebec. Because they also were close to Quebec and they said they would visit me and they said that during a time, again, when probably their closer friends weren't around, they didn't have as much going on. And then when they realized that like, oh shit, I'm actually busy, I'm extroverted, I have a life, <laughs> they just ghosted me, which I understand that like, I'm more introverted, so I definitely have more free time than Jem does, but it would have been nice to be like, okay, I'm busy, but I'll hit you up when I'm free. Like, that's it. That's it. I would have accepted that, you know? I really would have. Um, and then just, and then, but they just didn't respond to me, which was so much worse because I thought we were better than that. You know, I thought they could have at least been like, you know, like a polite no. Like, I would have given a polite no. Because it's not that they didn't want to hang out. Like, that stung. But what actually hurt was just, the ghosting, because I guess they thought it was too awkward to say, no, I, I'm cool, I have a life, I don't want to hang out with you. Like, just say it nicely, and I would have accepted it. Because um, I get it, you agreed to hang out with me months before it actually showed up in this place. Things change. Just, like, talk about it. Also, I'm hypocritical to be saying this, because all these things have been in my head, <laughs> and I haven't talked about it either. But no, no, I'm not, because I would respond to a text. I would respond to a text. Anywho, also, she has, she has read receipts on, so I get to see that she sees my messages and ignores it for months. So, like, come on, people. This is just a PSA for everybody. Turn off your read receipts if you're a ghoster. Um, yeah, so they ignore me, whatever. Um, that was that was a little a little harsh, but time moved on. This is my petty confession was that I know their birthday um is the, I think the 27th I mean I'm saying that I know the 29th I know their birthday it's on Facebook anyways it's the 29th or 27th but the point is 
I thought to be a masochist, you know, I guess I just love to, I guess my 2021 wasn't shitty enough. So on Instagram, I saw her stories and she invited her friends, including her friend from France, over to go to the club with her. And I got no invites and it would have been nice to have gotten an invite. But at the same time, they couldn't invite me because they ghosted me. So I guess they were afraid of ghosting and then inviting. Or, more likely, I'm the boring one. So it's like, why would I invite her? She doesn't do anything. She doesn't smoke. She doesn't get high. She barely ever drinks. So I'm just going to not invite her, but have her on my close friends list. So she sees me having fun. Um, yeah. There is, as I'm talking, there is a there is a story or a world in which it was a surprise party and she didn't know this was happening. But I think that's unlikely. So the petty thing I did, which is which is petty but also not. Okay, I'll just say it. I didn't say happy birthday to her. And I didn't say it because I wanted to see how she'd respond to the ghost in. Like, when it eventually came, would she ignore it? Would she say, haha, sorry, I missed this? How would she respond? And then also, I think I was, like, truly hurt. So I was like, okay, I don't want to say something and then say too much and be mean. So I was saying it part for her, too. Because it was like, okay, I don't want to be passive-aggressive right now. So I'm just going to say nothing. Because we know the scene if you have nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. Um, yeah. So, there's my, there's my chrono, there's my story of, of friendship that's, like, was amazing. And I think is coming to it, to a change. I don't want to say to an end, but to a transition. To a new type of friendship that's much more casual and maybe more acquaintance than friend. And I think... I think that's okay. I think as you get older, you realize that, you know, that's fine. I think I ended I ended friendships before. So this one stinks because I gained it during a pivotal time in my life. But at the same time, I think it's, I think it's in my best interest to, to move on. Okay, so I did a full rant about friendships. So I guess in this one, after more, it's going to be shorter, more concise. Um, there is a curfew, 10 p.m. Doesn't really affect you. You don't really leave your house that much. But movie theaters are closed, which is sad because you've gotten into the, to the love of possibly going to more movies on your own. Because again, you know, no one here. So that the closure was a bummer. Um, what else happened in Montreal? Okay, so you were here alone for two weeks and it wasn't that bad. You had like a day where you're like, oh, this feels like shit on Christmas. Um, but then you bounce back. It was like, oh, this is actually pretty fine. You called your family often. Your mom, you want to call more. I mean, you did call her, but she's been busy. I mean, she's fucking, you know why she's busy. So that's understandable, but also stressful because I worry about her. Um, you talk to Gregory all the time because he's very, he's, I mean, he's probably bored at home. So whatever. Um, mom's a different level. She's not, she's not lonely. Gregory's probably lonely. Mom's not. Um, Montreal stuff. Oh, I joined Bumble Friends, which is, 
honestly not as embarrassed as I thought there's like a lot of people like a lot of women who want friends so cool um I've been matched with fellow black women and I hope to make a group chat with them and it may flop likely will flop because of the number of people um if there's too much it'll flop if there's too little it'll flop um creating events together or going somewhere together will be tougher with the more people I could see the logistical challenges so I'm hopeful but not too hopeful I'm mostly just excited because the other women who have agreed seem really enthusiastic about that and I think we'll talk in this group chat, but I'm worried about if we'll ever get to meet up in person. No, the group chat hasn't been created yet. They want to do on Instagram, which is like, ugh. But I gave them the option of Instagram, so like that's where I fucked up. I should have just said Messenger, because I hate Instagram. But I guess I'll be checking it more often now. Yeah, um, that's my Montreal stuff. I don't know how to put in my hours for work, so that's also stuff too.